Welcome to Wednesday at 9 p.m. Season 1, Episode 12. On tonight's episode, we investigate the haunting history of Rolling Hills Asylum, battle Victorian-era inflation, and see why Rolling Hills may be haunted by more than just ghosts. Wow. What a hook, what a hook neck bear. Something thrown together so, <laughs> so close to the start of the episode. No, I had this ready a week ago. True, true. I, I know a little bit of inside stuff about this story. I don't think Aaron does. I've seen no. a little bit behind the veil. I have uh, not looked into it. All I know is there's some evidence of Nick's favorite variety in this episode. Oh, yes. I think this is going to be a fun one to edit. We're going to have a lot of... Uh, I don't want to give anything away. We'll say samples. So before we get into Nick's story, I just want to give a few announcements and really just shout outs. Any shout outs from you guys? Uh, yeah, there's a shout out from Nick to Troy. That's great to hear. Always great to hear that. Yep. And of course, I just want to take a moment to shout out our number one super fan. Been with us from the very start, leaving comments on our Spotify. Shout out to David Hoy. Wherever you are, whoever you are, thank you. Keep listening. And without further ado, Nick, take it away. All right. Like I said, we are going to be talking about Rolling Hills Asylum. So this is located in East Bethany, New York, uh, in the Notion. If you scroll all the way down, there is a picture of it, and you can zoom out. And a it's beautiful map. Embedded, but be careful because be some, some things are uh, there that you can't look at right now got it but we'll put it in the show notes and you can see just how far <laughs> west it is in new york it's very very far out west almost to buffalo yeah almost to buffalo it's right kind of like right between buffalo and um rochester but as always and especially with locations we gotta do a little bit of history before we get into any of the spooky happenings your favorite yes actually this was actually <laughs> moderately interesting okay so before it was called Rolling Hills Asylum, it was called the Genesee County Poor Farm. So, obviously, the county it resides <laughs> in is Genesee County, way out west. And what a poor farm was back in the day, we're talking like close to 200 years ago. As opposed was, to a poor farm right now. I don't know if they exist now. Well, what is a poor farm? Well, that's what I was going to get into. They're, <laughs> they're just places where able-bodied residents are required to work on the farm and they were housed on the property and it could be orphans, destitute families, the mentally unstable, the handicapped, the elderly, and even sometimes criminals. Uh So instead of locking them up, putting them to work. Yes. And the poor, so poor farm, poor houses, kind of the same idea, typically run by the government, but it was usually like the county or a municipality Hence, Genesee County Poor Farm, because it was run by Genesee Mm -hmm. County. And these were pretty widespread in America up until the 1930s when what got put into law or action, I guess, in the 30s. Great Depression. Okay, what happened after that? Yeah, it got put into law, the Great Depression. (laughs) Social Security. So after Social Security became a thing, there weren't really too many poor houses anymore. Interesting. The Genesee County Poor House or poor, poor Farm was originally discussed by the Board of Supervisors in Genesee County all the way back on December 4th of 1826. So it is almost 200 years old since at least the discussion of this. Hmm. And 
the poorhouse was officially announced in the Batavia Times newspaper just a few days later on December 9th. And then finally, in 1828, Genesee County constructed a confinement area that was attached to the poorhouse that they built. And that's where they put all the lunatics and the uh, paupers who did misconduct. So did they put all these people together in the same place? (laughs) Yes. The orphans with the criminals? With the poor? Yeah, so... With the handicapped, with the elderly. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, this is back in the eighteen late 1820s, you know, right? It was announced that it was going to happen in the end of 1826. Then it got built. And then in 1828, they added a um, confinement area specifically people to people who uh, conducted misconduct. Not great behavior. Or orphans. But finally, in 1887... The board agreed to send, quote, persons suffering with acute insanity elsewhere in New York State. So up until then, so almost just about 60 years, insane people, and again, insane back then, they might not have actually been insane, but insane people were housed at the poorhouse along with orphans and the mentally uh unstable families handicapped all these different kinds of people were there you know nick that i wonder if there's connection there because you say so 1887 they agreed to stop sending the insane there that reminds me because it's the same roughly the same time period as my hexameister's hug story a insane asylum shows up at the very end as where one of the sons that committed the murder, if I remember correctly, eventually went. So I wonder if that is one of the places that uh, the insane were sent after uh, they were no longer housed in the poorhouse. Yeah. So there probably weren't too many big, big, big New York insane asylums in the 1800s. Yeah, it didn't, you know? it didn't say, because I was, lo- I was looking at a lot of different websites for some mm-hmm. of this information, and nothing that I found said like where exactly they went. Yeah. But yeah, they were there for almost for basically sixty years because it got built in eighteen twenty seven. Got it. Um, yeah, I wonder. It's probably a connection there. And there's a picture. I don't know how. I don't know the age of the picture in the notion, but there is a picture that we'll put in the show notes of what the asylum or the poorhouse, whatever you want to call it, what it um, looks like. Probably more recently than way back. But anyway. The poor farm itself was self-sufficient, and it spanned over 200 acres. They provided their own food and fuel, and that led to the cost of taking care of a resident in 1871 to be about $1.08 per week per resident. So I I did some investigating to see what that meant. Oh, fantastic. So, however, (laughs) I think it might be wrong by a lot. (laughs) On two different websites, I got that a dollar and eight cents back in 1871 is apparently only $27 and six cents, according to one website that is linked. 
And then another site said it was $27.88. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Nick, why didn't you just use like the available government websites to do this? The furthest they go back is only 1913. Interesting. Not 1871. There is one more uh, site that I tried to look at from the New Zealand government, but you had to put it in pounds and it would give you dollars. So I would have needed to do a <laughs> dollar and one dollar and eight cents in 1871, but in pounds and then put that in and then get the current dollar amount. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's fair to say around $27. Allegedly, but without... I don't know the validity of those websites, but without actually being able to use like um, the historic data that the federal government has on a multitude of websites, we're going to go with $27.06 to $27.88, although I don't know if that's quite right. Why? And so that would be... Sorry, go ahead. Why? why? Don't you th- yeah, why don't you think that's right? Well, from 150 years, I feel like the – I mean, it is a pretty – like, I guess percentage change-wise, I guess it is a pretty big percentage change. But I don't know. Just something about a dollar back then being $20 now or twenty like $7 now, 150 years ago, I feel like it should be more is what i'm saying Mm. interesting what's the percent change in that is that 20 uh 20 because it's it's actually pretty close right because it's just if you assume it's like 1 to 27 give me one right or 1 to 28 give me one sec wait wouldn't it just be like 2405.5 repeating percent 2400 percent inflation but I see nine percent. There was a lot of things that happened in between the like eight the late eighteen hundreds, all of the twentieth century, and then now. <laughs> yeah, a few major things. But now because, twenty seven, twenty dollars. Well, God, God. The only reason I say that is because when I I did do the New Zealand one, we're going off on a tangent, but we like I said, That's we're okay. battling Victorian era inflation. Yes, it's you. You did mention <laughs> um, a, when I put in a dollar and eight cents. Think, but it, it put it in pounds. When I did a do, like one pound and eight pence, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. It gave me like four hundred something dollars, and that was from the New Zealand like government website. So I was like, so do you think? Huh. Conversion no data made a might have been different back then. That's what that's what I mean. So like I don't know. Or is it just that there's no data before that, 1913, so it just ignores all inflation between? Yeah, because if like if some websites have 1871, but like the federal government only goes to 1913, I I, I question the validity of going <laughs> back even like this. Now we're going like 40 years past that or before well, that. It's probably no more than fifty dollars. Let's leave it at that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so given that, that would be per week. Yeah, per which week. Which is pretty pretty good. That's pretty so inexpensive. Per no, week, $200 or... a month? I'm uh, only paying 10 times as much to live in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So pretty interesting, though. But 
take that with a grain of salt. And so, funny enough, the residents there, all of them were called inmates. <laughs> all Even though were prisons. Yep, every, everyone was called inmates. And like I said, the able-bodied had to work on the farm. And they actually built and made a lot of what was sold. So they could kind of, it kind of helped offset the cost of living. Because they would work, they would grow vegetables and fruits, they would raise livestock, and whatever they sold, it would even further reduce their cost of living. Got it. There was also a, a bakery and a wood shop that made coffins. That's on, on, eerie. Well, speaking of coffins, if you had no family, the county essentially buried you. So if you were just maybe a criminal or some insane person and your family just left you here, you were just buried by the county. Presumably once you died, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No one got buried alive as far as I know. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. There was supposedly a cemetery according to property records, but there are no details anywhere. And according to an 1886 uh, proceeding, it states, quote, the burying ground we have improved by building a fence in front and grading and leveling the ground as much as could be done without injury to the graves. But no cemetery register or plot map has ever been found in relation to uh, the property that Rolling Hills Weird. lies on. What do you make of that? I don't know. The fact that there's like a an article talking about them improving the cemetery or the burying ground, but then there's no register or plot map. Maybe it just got lost somewhere. It does. I couldn't find. How do you lose a cemetery? Well, some people have said that because, again, this is really old. This is almost 200 years old. Just overgrowth in the forest kind of took it back. And so somewhere on this property, there's just like a forgotten cemetery. That's a theory that I I saw floating around when I was looking into this. But also from like all the websites I looked at, it doesn't say there was like any fire that happened that I could – that like anyone said – so it's not like the place burned down and they rebuilt it. Yeah. But yeah. What a setup. Well, there's still a little more. On June 6th, 2004, five headstones were returned to the county that were dated from 1887 to 1888. And a memorial site was created. At, I don't know if it's on like the actual property, but the historians of Genesee County dedicated one of those historical markers honoring everyone who died at the poorhouse from when it opened in 1827 until it closed in 1974. I I will also say that I don't know when, but um, Rolling Hills was like a senior living home for a time. That's probably why it went all the way to 1974 it wasn't a poor house the whole time okay i was just a little confused there it's it got repurposed to um 
certain things. And one of them I know was like a retirement home almost. And what may put more credence to the whole idea of, oh, this unforgotten cemetery or unforgotten, (laughs) this forgotten (laughs) cemetery there. So there are supposedly over 1700 documented deaths, but it's likely that there are many more undocumented. So maybe some of these people died and didn't get the proper rights and now they're forgotten. So now they might be angry. So that could lead to some unruly spirits if there are undocumented deaths and no one knows how they died or where they're buried or if they're buried or if they're buried yeah and our last bit before we get into some of the stories surrounding rolling hills asylum we're going to talk about the current owner and how she came to oh boy obtain the property and then we'll talk about her a little bit at the end (laughs) so the owner of rolling hills asylum her name is sharon Coyle, and in june of 2008 she actually visited the asylum as part of a ghost hunting group for an event hosted by the darkness radio she stayed for a few days to conduct the investigation and then less than a year later after her visit in the spring of 2009 Word got to her that the asylum would be closed forever. And she was pretty upset by that. However, she didn't have enough money to just outright buy the property. Well, lucky for her, the building went up for auction and she was the only one to show up. (laughs) And somehow she did not get it. How? How does that? The bank just set the starting price for too high? Perhaps I didn't, there were no details about how she did not get it being the only one, but more time passed. She got a phone call and because no one else wanted the property, they worked out a deal. (laughs) And on October 25th, 2009, Sharon Coyle became the private owner of Rolling Hills Asylum and she currently owns it today. So 14 years going on 15 I guess not quite 14 years. 14 years this October. So is it active now as anything, or is it just she owns it? Oh, we'll get into some of that at the end. (laughs) All right. But that's it for the history. Now let's get into some of the stories, or the the popular apparitions and things that people experience when they go to Rolling Hills. So the first one is going to be about Roy Krause. So Roy was a person that lived at the asylum. I'm just going to call it the asylum from now on rather than just poorhouse or something. Yeah. So Roy was an inmate at the asylum and he suffered from gigantism. <laughs> one also just real quick, one source called it giantism, not gigantism. Interesting. So I thought that was funny. So Roy was the son of a banker in New York and because back then being different was bad he was seen as an embarrassment to his family so he was sent to the asylum (laughs) (laughs) that's not i'm sorry that's not funny but that's he was brought there when he was 12 and died 
at the age of 62 on the property, but some accounts say he died at 52. So, un That's pretty unclear. impressive for a giant, though. Yeah. And unlike the giants that the three of us know of, he was kind, gentle, and loved opera music. <laughs> That's very different than the giants we know. Yeah. That's good to hear. So visitors to the asylum alleged to see large shadows throughout the building because I believe Roy Roy was well over, I think he was seven and a half feet tall when he died. Wow. So he was very tall. And here's an account from Sharon herself. She ran into a rat in the infirmary two months after moving into Rolling Hills Asylum. Being terrified by the rat, she screamed and ran away. And the very next day, on the stairs, she found the rat dead, blood oozing from its mouth as if its neck had been broken. And on the wall above the rat, she reports that there was a giant bloody handprint. And Sharon believes that the ghost of Roy saw how distressed she was from seeing the rat and killed it for her. Truly a gentle giant. Yep. My God, what the hell? What the- <laughs> and Sharon says that her favorite spirit at the asylum is Roy. She was comforted by that? Apparently. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting also that his ghost is just as big as he is. <laughs> what do you mean? They, what what else would it be? Well, I don't know. We don't know how the the other planes work, Frank. No, I'm literally curious. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what the giant <laughs> handprint? It was his like actual size when he died. It wasn't like oh, you know, because it's, it's his ghost. Yeah. Well, how do you know that's how it works? What else would it be? Like a little baby handprint when you're like a big man who dies like what do you uh, sorry let me let me rephrase that what would you expect a, ma- a man with giantism to his his ghost would be normal sized i don't know i'm just saying it's interesting because i didn't think about that like that's a good point it's true were there other nick do you know if there were any other uh giants not that those suffering from gigantism not that i know of and I didn't want to go into the weeds trying to find like a patient list of this place mm-hmm. going back hundreds of years because I probably couldn't. I'm sure that'd be impossible. Yeah, I'd have to ask her probably, and I don't want to. Why not? <laughs> we'll get into it later. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on to our next active spirit, Nurse Emmy, who is known as Emmy Altworth or Emma Altworth by another account, who was a German nurse at the asylum, but known for her cruelty to the inmates. Allegedly, she performed satanic rituals and black magic on the residents. And visitors to the asylum report hearing a cackle coming from the infirmary and dragging sounds coming from her room as well as a closet door opening by itself. Aaron, Aaron it sounds like uh, Nurse Betsy, right? Not really. I mean, a little bit in the sense that 
you know, may not have been the best nurse, which I guess <laughs> for the time probably wasn't too uncommon. But I don't think Nurse Betsy was doing that dark of stuff. I think it was more <laughs> so like medical experimentation, probably. Not black magic? No, probably just like regular torture. <laughs> just <the laughs> huge. Yeah, you know. White magic? <laughs> yeah. So that's Nurse Emmy. Also German nurse, you know, shout out. Nice. Shout out to who? Nurse Emmy. <laughs> I said she was a German nurse. Shout out to Nurse You're Emmy. Shouting her out? Yeah, just because she's German, not not anything else. Okay. Not because I she th- performs satanic rituals you were and like, black magic. No. I thought you were gonna like shout out your, your sister. She, <laughs> what? Well, oh, she's. <laughs> I guess technically she is a German nurse. <laughs> oh, and they're close. Her name's pretty close. <laughs> Oh God! Whoa, oh wait no! A All right, guys, we gotta end. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, we now go into more—not a person necessarily, but a room where activity happens that's related to a person called Hades' room. Not as in the Greek god, but H A T T I E. I'm going. That's Hades, not Hattie. So. Hades' room is on the first floor of the East Wing, and people have alleged to have voice recordings of an elder, elderly woman yelling, hello. And it's believed that to be a former patient named Hades, who was blind, and to get the attention of nurses and staff members, she would just yell, hello, all day and all night. That's pretty creepy, I will say. I, like, when you're saying, like, oh, that sounds silly, but that's actually kind of creepy. Do you happen to have... Any recordings of the little LOs? No. no? I, when I was looking, I didn't see any specifically from that place. Yeah, it'd probably also, be pretty innocuous. But also, hello, but. you can only go through so many EVPs <laughs> <laughs> if you're me. Very fair. But Creepy, though. That's the evidence. or not. I guess that is the evidence and the activity that's reported there. And now, a place where... There's not really any activity that I could see was reported, but I just want to talk about it because it's kind of, I mean, it's just awful. Uh, The psych ward and the solitary confinement areas. So the inmates used to be shackled to the walls down there. And oh my God, likely this happened to patients or inmates, residents, whatever you want to call them, who at the time had unknown mental illnesses so it's just a classic case of we don't know what's wrong with you we're gonna shackle you to the wall classic case you hate to see it times are changing no more shackling (laughs) to the walls yeah now what's (laughs) what's it called when you get your arm like your wrists and your what is what is that called like the uh putting in stocks i think i might be wrong is that the stocks in the old stock yeah i think maybe Nick was remembering gravity the falls gravity falls. Falls. <laughs> yeah. It is the stocks. Yeah. Okay. It's called stocks. Oh, wait, those are feet restraining devices. What are the ones with... It's, it's oh, the, the pillory. Oh. The pillory the is pillory. Uh, head and hands. Okay, yeah. Public we need humiliation. To, we need to bring that back. That would be very interesting. Like public, sh- like public shame, like throwing fruit, throwing like vegetables at people. For something that's out of people's control. Well, tomatoes are fruit. So if you were to do tomatoes, you'd be throwing fruit. 
Now that's wisdom. You know, it's intelligence is knowing that it's uh, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom is knowing not putting to it throw in fruit it. salad. Let's move on to the morgue. So now oh. this, you obviously. This is just where dead bodies were, so you could easily have some activity here. And there is. So the morgue, though, did not um, was not built or opened when Rolling Hills was built. It actually opened in 1938, but eventually was converted into that bakery I mentioned earlier in 1992. What? They Why? They morgue into a bakery? <laughs> That's such bad taste. <laughs> it probably was bad taste, literally. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to have bread from the morgue bakery. <laughs> I would assume they would use like different ovens. <laughs> it's a morgue, not a crematorium. <laughs> well, you never know. Ew, yes. that's disgusting. <laughs> I guess you probably have but, like a morgue crematorium combo. I'm sure that crematorium. They can make cream like pastries and cream puffs. No, strut too far. I thought you were going with like cream morgatorium. I thought that's what you were trying to say. No. No. (laughs) I think mine's better. You decide. Vote on the Spotify poll (laughs) for the episode right now. Yeah. We'll see what our our super fan David Hoy has to say. Yeah, whatever he says goes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So there are... There's alleged activity of items being moved, disembodied voices, and reports of people being shoved down onto the tile floor. So physical, like, um, activity rather than just, you know, hearing or seeing, like actually being pushed. And people who lie on the table down there report feeling their chest being compressed. It's not, sadly, it's not an old hag, probably, because they're not, oh, you never know, not asleep, but, and then my favorite, um, piece of activity that is from here, apparently there is a spirit down in the morgue that speaks only in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing in my bakery? Hey, <laughs> it's, it's just the old, hey, I'm baker. baking dead yeah, bodies Do you think here. it's from the morgue or from the bakery? I don't know. All I know is that there is a spirit down there, and he speaks in Italian only. How stereotypical to assume it's the bakery? Because oh, he's making pasta. He's, yeah, he's making pasta in the bake. What? Huh? What? You use flour and eggs? Nah, he's definitely a. Uh, what do you call someone that works in a morgue? Mortician. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's <laughs> what did word. you think it was? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Morgue? I forgot it was a. I forgot it was a. Whoa! You can't <laughs> say that. I just spilled my water because I was so dumb. Aaron, you can't say that. No, Mordor. Yes, he's a Mordor. <laughs> the one, the one spirit to speak Italian. Exactly, but that's that's so interesting. I mean, I'm thinking about. I'm sure something with this much history. Every single room in that place has been used for different things. I'm sure over oh, time. Yeah. So it's like. There must be so much overlapping stuff. Oh, definitely. And a morgue to bakery. That I mean, that's that's a that one's pretty in your face for crazy how changes how how crazy the changes are. But now we wild. have our last well-known area. There are some other places 
like these aren't all the locations at Rolling Hills. There are a lot of other places uh, that exist in the building, but the last well-known one is called the quote shadow hallway and it's the men's dorm corridor on the second floor of the east wing now i know that's confusing and i did try to look up blueprints but i couldn't find any second floor that men say it again so second floor east wing i'm picturing in my head right now i'm inside yep men's dorm corridor god got it got it and sharon actually reports that the reason why it's called shadow hallway is there are a lot of shadow people seen down the hallway when you look down towards the infirmary section and she says they can look like people be different shades of gray all the way to being pitch black and some apparently crawl on the floor you hate to hear that. So imagine you're going down to put a camera in the hallway during an investigation and you just see something dark crawling at you. No, I'd rather not. Yeah, not great. You know, it seems like a lot of stuff happens around the area of the uh, infirmary, which seems to be a pretty common thing in, in stories, right? A place where lots of uh, struggle and pain grief was expressed. Grief, yeah. And one last thing in the shadow hallway, there's apparently a wheelchair up there, and specifically when a man sits in it, it moves as if someone is pushing it down the corridor. That's such a specific thing. I know, that's why I said allegedly. There must be like, (laughs) well, I'm wondering if it is true, there must be like some spirit that like helped out like their grandfather or something. Yeah, big if true. Or... It's Nurse Emmy bringing them for her satanic rituals. Oh, my God. No, it's the Italian baker bringing him to the morgue. For his satanic rituals. Sorry, the Italian... bread making. The Italian morger. That's scary. You know, I'm sitting here in, in my apartment, and right... In the peripheral of my vision is a skeleton sitting on a bookshelf, staring at me. Our good friend Ryan, the skeleton. Um, what, what would you do if he turned and just said, yeah, that's me, I'm the baker? I'd shake his hand and say... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dude, I don't know. I would freak the hell out. Are you kidding me? It's, it's actually so creepy. I'll put a picture somewhere. Maybe on like on the page, whatever. We're gonna have all these actual real like pieces of evidence from Nick, and then Frank's just gonna have this (laughs) plastic skeleton from probably Target. It was Walmart, I think. Oh, I'm sorry, plastic skeleton from Walmart. That he's like, ooh, this is giving me the creeps. Dude, it is. Look, I'll send it to you right now. Oh my god, this. Check it on Snapchat when you get a chance. It's creepy. It's just sitting there. It's sitting there overlooking, and any point. I mean, you're talking about stuff that looks like people crawling around on the floor. You know, it looks like what, people. Your skeleton is crawling around on the floor? Dude, I hope not. Bro, he's like <laughs> yeah, sitting with the with plant that. next to him. How's that scary? Okay. The picture I sent, it does look very peaceful because it's the exp- it's a little overexposed. It's a little darker in here. Trust me. It's Source creepy. trust. Trust me. <laughs> so that's it for kind of the well-known stories. I believe there's also activity of a little boy named jack but 
none of the websites that I looked at really talked about him, but some of the evidence talks about him. And I feel like I remember um, the BuzzFeed Unsolved guys went here, and I feel like oh. I remember them doing something to try and like communicate we'll with have a Jack. Link to that video. So when you say the evidence, you haven't found, you didn't find sources, but you found evidence. What do you mean? Was it just that video that referenced it, or were there no? Any other? There were there were pictures that oh. on the website that we are going to go into now that some reference Jack in the caption. And okay, um, yeah, but I didn't. But like I said, there were no. I didn't see on any websites that. Oh yeah, and then like Roy is well known. Right. Yeah, like, you can find the story. Yeah, of, I couldn't find Jack. the story of Jack. All I yeah. know is that he's a little boy. That's a very pleasant. How how sweet. But, how sweet a young boy dead, Frank. <laughs> Come on. Now we'll get into the evidence. So if you two will open the notion, and for those of you at home, all of these photos will be put in the show notes. Yes. We'll we'll go and, through them in probably the same order. Yes, and Great. just scroll down to where it says photos by RHA. So that's Rolling Hills yes. Asylum. And that's, if it doesn't have a caption, that just means there was no caption. It speaks for itself, if you will. <laughs> oh, it this sure was, This does. first one does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first one really does. Looks like one of the ghosts from Phasmophobia, just like a oh an outline. I I I, re- I redact my previous statement. There are descriptions of some of the photos, but at least of the one that has the red square, <laughs> the first one. Got but it. there's a bunch of paragraphs that Sharon wrote, and I didn't feel like reading them. <laughs> Very fair. I'm just guessing it shadow person in the hallway is it's what it looks all like that is doesn't this more look like um that 1950s monster like that's in the music video for ocean man oh the creature of the black lagoon uh, creature that sounds right let's see it, it is right yes it looks like the, doesn't it look like the creature of the black lagoon kind of I was going to say, I mean, it kind of more looks like, it's almost like a wolf man, because the forearms get kind of bigger, and the legs oh, look, look kind of Oh, that's so bent. weird, you're right. Like the drooping part of the arms. Yeah. But Creepy. Yeah, not a lot with that one, but if we go down to the second picture, which I couldn't change the size of these, <laughs> they're just very big, because I just copied them and put them on, but this, oh allegedly... God is there is a full-bodied or there are full-bodied channel people and their heads are popping out of the wall oh i'm getting creeped out wait where are you looking where do you see that because i see what i think is a body only one the giant second picture yeah but like what part of this like you see there's like stairs on the right side i wish the caption was more descriptive (laughs) aaron what do you see I, I don't know. It almost looks like a person. Like the their head is on like the right side where the like dark square is. Like it yeah. looks like a side profile. 
But then it also looks like a um, another person standing in front of them in like a big dress almost. Yeah, what the heck is what's going on here? Like, it was just really weird, and like the the fuzziness of the colors. Like you could tell, um, obviously it was taken in very low light, so it's um, yeah, low light. Like the light okay. sensors are really oh, talk about fuzziness. Wait till we get to the third picture. Okay, creepy. Ew. So this third picture is in the smoking room. So like I said, there are a lot of rooms that just there's not like well-known activity there but people go there during their investigations and apparently a hand is manifested in this picture and i wrote as part of the caption that this looks like what static on the radio sounds like (laughs) (laughs) this looks like an art piece what do we what i I don't see where a hand manifested but that's what it says i see objects but like i can't tell what is the room and what is a hand manifested yeah i mean there's so obviously there's the shape of the middle that like like if i was there to see it like the room itself i could probably be like okay yeah i see where they're talking about but without that it's kind of just there yeah how do you even get a picture like this that's the curious thing how do you get pictures like this oh you know what this is this is one of those tests to see if you're colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a 13 in there. <laughs> there's a disembodied hand in there. See, and if you can't see it, you're colorblind. That's so weird. I mean, yeah, no, really, though, like, what apparatus was used to take a picture that looks like this? Well, it does look like it's in that classic night vision ghost hunting kind of, yeah. color. And I should mention, uh, I'll mention it right now. Both Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters, like the two, those two shows, did episodes at Rolling Hills Asylum. Really, doing their own investigations, and I think one of I think one of the groups went twice, but I don't remember. And like I said, the the BuzzFeed Unsolved guys, when they were doing that, they went here as well. When is someone going to pay us to go investigate places? Well, we will talk about paying to go here later <laughs> that's fair that's fair and but moving to on, other places yeah we yeah. have other places to go to moving on to picture number four and this is the last one from the rolling hills asylum staff it is of course my boy jack in the Dude. solarium no where is your boy what? jack yep. this looks what? like a picture frame Mm-hmm. it looks like a st- is it just me or do I? Does anyone else see like a samurai? An extremely blurry samurai sitting down? The official caption is Jack peeking out from second floor solarium shadow hallway. What? Where's his head? I'm oh, guessing. Oh, hang on. You see bottom left corner? It almost... It's like two white dots almost look like eyes. Yeah, one's like greenish. Kind of the no, that's like not at like all. That's crazy. I will. It looks like draw. it looks like a skeleton kid. If yeah. I were to say it looked like anything. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a kid. Yeah, looks like it a lo- dragon. It looks like a flame skull. True. Yeah. From D and D, it's just a flying skull. Minus Dude, the that's fire. 
I don't even see. I see a totally different shape. It looks like a sitting, a guy, a samurai sitting down. You guys don't see the samurai? I swear, <laughs> it's so clear. I'm gonna. Oh shoot, my microphone. I'm gonna draw the shape of it and send it to you guys afterwards so you can see. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Well, how do you get range. a picture? How do you get a picture like this? I don't do know. You, are you are you taking? Do you is are you taking a picture while you're shaking the camera as fast as humanly possible? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, when are these pictures from? So, the pictures that are that we'll go into next from the like the uh, actual like personal like investigators not rolling hills asylum members themselves they it is listed when they took them and when they were submitted but the other ones don't give me any dates gotcha. i guess though though the very first one might have been in 2012 based on that uh like chunk of paragraphs that sharon wrote but the other ones don't have they got a date. really bad cameras then because i was thinking oh i'll give them a benefit of the doubt it's like early 2000s late 90s when it's you know but. well the pictures from the like personal investigators look a lot better so the first one as you can see submitted in 2010 but taken in 2007 my favorite a bunch of orbs Bunch of okay, orbs. but Look there's not really any light it's so in there pretty. that would cause those. Like, I, I buy it. He did post the. Are you, like, is that sarcastic? Apparently, this is also I'm just serious. after dusk, and he posted what it looked. He posted a picture like before, and then another, like he posted the same picture twice, and I'll send the other one in discord that's the other picture related to okay so it's not the same exact picture just with some glares added at least it's close well okay because he's in the same position but also it's not identical also we've played enough phasmophobia there's like 20 orbs there okay all varying sizes okay how many ghosts do you think are there not 20 in a hallway. Why not? You think one orb is one ghost? What even are orbs? What even is this? What are you, this looks like like a decorate, like a, I don't know. This looks like someone added circles on top of a picture. That's you know, what like, I'm thinking. This is crazy. Also, as an aside, what even would orbs in the picture be? Like, what do you guys actually think that would even be? I don't know. Because that's something that people like, hang up on a lot. What even is that? My guess is it's like what can be captured of the ghost's like image. But then why are there full body pictures? So my guess, and obviously not an expert ghost person. Um, not yet, at least, yeah. But, you know, how we have said time and time again, you know, these supernatural things have different abilities and like you know different levels of interaction with the physical realm yes perhaps you know the full body (laughs) images are more physical like more in touch with the physical realm versus these are probably more on the um what's the word 
spiritual metaphysical yeah metaphysical metaphysical realm so you're saying if if spirits don't have enough energy to fully get across and and manifest as a full body apparition they might just come across as little twinkles yeah because there's still allegedly or supposedly there's still you know emitting like electric energy like electromagnetic energy that's how the um the emf works Mm -hmm. okay so i guess i guess it's the same kind of thing but as an image i think what he's trying to say is if there's an ace in the hand then it's an orb (laughs) yeah basically what i'm trying to say is i'm trying to play devil's advocate here and say that this is a real image (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it's really interesting. I mean, because usually, do you see orbs with these colors too? I thought it's usually like yeah, white. You, no, you can. Yeah, they're kind of like orange. Are we these talking ones. like? Yeah, I've I seen. When I sneeze, orbs. I see dots sometimes. Oh, that's not good. You should get that checked out. Like in your <laughs> in your vision. Yeah, because it's such a robust sneeze. Yeah, no, wait, are you why saying don't you, you lose? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Nick, I, oh no, I can thing? see perfectly fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just having astigmatism and like see this all the time from like <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you guys just don't see like gold orbs everywhere all the time? No, no, no. Well, the next picture is apparently a guy in a striped shirt. All right, let's take a and look. And this actually gives us an arrow to look at. Thank goodness. Without these arrows, we really wouldn't be able to tell where to look. So I actually I said, would not be able to tell where to look in this one. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I said, you see it? The guy in the striped shirt? Could be the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah, it's the boy in the striped pajamas <laughs> at Rolling Hills Asylum in 2012. July 2012. At 2.35 a.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if you go to rollinghillsasylum.com, you, they have an evidence tab, and you can see even more pictures. You can see a ton of other pictures if you're interested. Wait, these are coming. These are from other people who have gone, but these are these posted are, by the actual, by the owner. I don't know who runs the website. It's not immediately clear that it's the owner. Uh, what was her name? Sharon Coyle. Sharon Coyle. Like she might, I mean, she might have people run the website for her but yeah but it's the official website yeah i and these are so. oh that's interesting i i i thought that these were from separate places but no these are from people doing their own personal investigations but and then like posted, submitting them to yeah the site. and posted on their website so you can that's where the evps come from as well that we'll get into after our last picture interesting so i mean I do see a figure in this picture. The second one or the last one? The second to last one, the one with the arrow. Yeah. But I have no idea what to make of that because it looks, it doesn't, I don't know, it looks silly, but also not like just added on to the picture. 
I don't know. This is so confusing to me. Like, I literally just, like, I don't understand what I'm looking at. This figure, are you talking, like, much to the left of the arrow? Like, they kind of point into the bookshelf, and it's, like, halfway across the bookshelf. Yeah. That's what that's what I... Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see it, but if I looked at this picture, I'd say, oh, it's the glare off of, like, the bookshelf. But... Now that you said that, now it's, like, shifting. How in- How interesting is that, right? We're, like... That's why it's very important that you guys don't read what the EVPs are alleged to say when we get into that, because they don't want yes. you to be led. How interesting is that you can kind of like look at the same thing and see so many different things, but also like your brain will just keep working at it and shift what you see. Like now that Aaron said that thing about the glare, I no longer see a figure. Whoa. The mind like, is a tricky thing, Frank. Yeah, like I'm looking at the same exact thing. And I bet if I like really tried to look at, if I tried to envision the figure again in the picture, I'd see it again. How weird is that? Huh. Well, look at the last one now. Last so, one is probably the clearest. Th- this was submitted also in 2012. And what? it's, uh, again, it's Jack holding a ball. And he's to, she says he's to the right of the soccer ball. I can see it. I do see kind of like a silhouette. I, this yeah. one, I this one, I do kind of see something. Do you see a face, like a smiling face, or is that? I don't, I don't see a smiling face. I just see. I think that's the graininess of the image. Yeah, because that would be pretty demented. It is pretty demented if it is. Like, like I can see it, but I think it's probably just the graininess. Yeah, imagine this is like a GIF, and Nick's just like setting us up, and like we're just we have these GIFs open up on our screens. It's gonna like <laughs> animate and like. It's like the that video of the car going down the hill and then it's the exactly scare. that terrified me as a kid. My grandpa sent that to me. With your gra- grandpa Jack? Yes, yes, Papa Jack. I'm, oh my god! Freaked us out. No, like actually just saying that. Like anyway, I didn't know he knew how to use the internet. Oh, he he would email me jump scare videos all the time. <laughs> wow, yeah. he's preparing you for this moment. Fat Jack, more like Evil Jack. He was he was he had a great sense of humor. He always sent me train emails. But yeah, no, so he would send me stuff like this and be like, do you see the, the boy holding the soccer ball in the picture? And I'd be too scared to open it. Yeah. But again, I mean, yeah, how weird. This is 2012. Yeah, this was 2012. There's not really, not a lot were kind of like new. Maybe interesting. images are getting too clear. And you can't <laughs> see what you want in images anymore. <laughs> no, because ghosts know that images are too clear oh. now, so they don't show up. Okay, that's... That, I mean that only semi-ironically. I mean, yeah, you you guys have talked about the trickster spirits a lot, so... Okay, well, think of it this way. If you're a ghost, it's... Well, think about it. If there's, if there's something that's smarter than, uh, than us, right? It knows all the tricks. So it's going to go with... It's only going to ever reveal itself to an extent where half of people who look at the quote-unquote evidence see nothing at all, and the other half see something, right? Like You can't argue that you'll one day get perfect evidence of like a ghost, right? Because I don't think that that level of intelligence would ever reveal itself that much, right? But you can then say, oh, that's just an excuse. 
for people who, you know, like that's just an excuse to say that you'll never need it. You'll never get real evidence. So it doesn't matter. You have to believe because you'll never get full evidence. But you know what I mean? It's like, if there's an intelligence that's smarter than us, it would know that and it would play with that and it would play that game. And so right. if smartphones are amazing now, that means that ghosts would never allow themselves to be photographed by smartphones. Frank, I'm hearing you. <laughs> Not that they don't exist. I'm hearing you. However, I feel like <laughs> ghosts, are, unlike other cryptids or supernatural beings, aren't necessarily smarter than us. Because That's fair. Supposedly, That's fair. ghosts are just people who have passed on, and I would find it hard to believe that ghosts are are smarter than the average well let me take that back smarter than us three educated folks yes extremely educated and mature and intelligent but i would argue i would counter and say that maybe it's not the entities themselves but maybe it's just the rules like in oh. fairly odd parents it's the rules or whatever it is mm. the rule book or something where the powers that be or the power that B, the power that is, makes it so. Um, so, like, those sorts of things can happen. Not to make it religious, but if God is like, you know, sure, yeah, keeping all these spirits in limbo for whatever reason, yeah, why like, right, just the laws of the you're universe. You're allowed to roam free and do what you want, just don't make yourself known. Exactly. And like, they don't, maybe they're not aware of those rules and limits placed on them, but it does affect and limit. The, the it makes the pictures blurry <laughs> this whole discussion just went to why are the pictures blurry sometimes yeah what do you what's what's your take on that i just don't think if you believe in ghosts and you believe in supernatural by definition you can't use science to prove it <laughs> because it's beyond our understanding of nature yeah so we're so trying to understand it we, we can't Gosh. Well, we're trying. I think it's just your experiences are your experiences, and it's up to you to interpret it. I don't think there's going to be a scientific explanation ever for supernatural things. Again, there's a distinction between supernatural and paranormal, right? The the in, the indication of something being supernatural means it's beyond nature, and if and if our laws revolve around, you know, what nature is, we're, we're never going to be able to understand it because it's beyond. But if something's paranormal, that's just something that hasn't been explained by science yet. Well, like ball lightning, right, is a good example of that. Yeah, yeah. So I just think if you have something that you deem supernatural, you just interpret the experience how you want to interpret it because... No one's. No one can tell you you're wrong. Except for EVPs. Speaking Except of for EVPs. Interpreting things. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, again, all these photos we'll link in the show notes. Maybe not the one that's copyrighted. We'll see. But we'll talk to our the, legal team. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. to our legal team. <laughs> yeah. But the EVPs will be. Yes. I, I've, I specifically chose these that didn't have any copyright associated with them either. But All right. If you two will please go to the Discord. And I want you to obviously 
listen to the file that's labeled one. When you get to the EVPs and we start talking about them, listeners at home, listen to all of them individually by yourself before you listen to the rest of the episode. That way, what I say, it supposedly says, won't influence what you hear. Who's here with us? Can you tell us your name? Bro, what the was hell there was there supposed that? to be a word in there? <laughs> yeah, so, I sounded like a ghost cough. This comes from the Shadow Hunters of Ohio, and apparently the entity is saying Emma. Oh, Ain't my no way. God. Stop it. Stop. There's no way. That's crazy, though. Emma, you said? Emma. That's supposed to yep. be saying Emma? Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go on to number two. Are there spirits here with us right now? Okay, this one was a little clearer. I heard what? four. Four? You heard four? You heard something? Yeah. Wow. So this one apparently says either, this is also from Shadowhunters of Ohio. It says either get out, help, or Linda. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> and again, these, these are just what is quoted in, like on the EVPs on the evidence tab for rollinghillsasylum.com. Yeah, no, it, it, it sounded vaguely like four. Like, I definitely heard a much clearer noise, but I don't know if it was saying... It definitely was not saying what they're claiming. Okay. Now, let's listen to number three, which I will... This was the clearest one, so... Oh, spooky. I'll just leave it at that. Is it scary? No. Okay. Huh? Shorter one. Uh-huh. Well, I can't three tell long. what it's saying. I hear the voice I'm... of a lady, but I assume that's obviously that can't really? be EVP. That right? I don't. Th- I think it just caught someone else's voice because it is so clear that. Yeah, someone... no, there's no way, right? That would be the so, clearest. This is from Phil Hicks and Justin Keller in Emma's room, so you guys can't make out what it says. If no. any guesses. Let me. I'm going to listen to it again, and I'll I'll, I'll play it a few times in the. So obviously, I hear a lady say mm-hmm. something absolutely terrible. Yeah. So I the absolutely terrible. So that can't be. That's that's someone clear. investigating. Allegedly, in this big allegedly in Emma's room or Emmy. Nurse Emmy, it says, the nurse is absolutely terrible. No, no, no. That <laughs> is a person. That is... Oh, that's, no. I thought it was no. just a person, too. I was like, that is way too clear. There's no, no way you go from... Uh, to absolutely terrible. 
No. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's trying to be words, but it just is not clear enough. But, but Aaron, yeah. you you hear the lady's voice. Well, yeah, but I figured that was. And that's the obviously not the EVP. It or, has to be. Yeah, like that's way too clear to be. I don't. Anything. I don't. I don't understand these, Nick. I don't understand people. And so, I know. Yeah. I know you're in the same boat. I just don't. These last, those three that we've listened to were submitted by like personal investigators. The next three are from the Rolling Hills Asylum staff. So, if you will, please play EVP number four. Hmm. Another pretty short one. Three, another three seconds, I believe. I feel like I heard the word loser. Okay. Aaron? I also can hear that, Frank. Loser. Interesting. This is five words. Okay. Okay. Yep. That says, keep talking. Someone will chat. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it <laughs> <No>. says that. <laughs> That's what that one They're says. really jumping to conclusions on these. Like, It sounds like words, but those aren't the words. I can't quite make out what they are. Maybe they have like special earbuds that they use. Well, I think, too, like I downloaded an EVP app on my phone for funsies um and it tries to come up with words that it hears i think oh okay so it may just be like auto-generated like okay this is what it guesses or whatever so and they probably sift through that data to say okay what seems like the coolest thing to say you know perhaps but that's that actually i feel like that's giving them too much credit but that would make sense right because otherwise i feel like you actually have to be a little bit sick in the head to hear and go keep, keep talking keep talking someone will chat, chat. like no yeah. like i'm I actually like <laughs> <laughs> guys <laughs> Frank just dropped out of the Discord call. Oh my um, god! I think the, there was the a ghosts rumble allowed the EVPs. Do not listen. Yeah, what just happened? Our last this is like unfriended. And... Oh my god! You're right. You're gonna see like this. You're gonna see Ryan Skeleton come into view in my webcam, and just like punch, like knock me out. <laughs> Imagine, I'd, I'd and then applaud. whisper, keep talking. And someone will chat. He puts the earbuds in, and he continues oh. the episode. That'd be wild. But well. Let's move on to EVP number yeah. five. Okay. A, a little bit longer. And take a couple this, listens if you need to. Is this music or is it cutting between like radio stations or something like that are playing music? This was about six seconds. It should have been. It almost sounds like like police Thing. Yeah, like, towards uh, the end, right? No, towards the beginning. Like towards the the first two seconds are where I hear what sounds like intelligible speech. And the last, and then it I switches like. to radio stations. Do you guys want to know what it says? I would <sighs> love to. I guess so. 
Oh, boy. Can you embarrass him? <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, you know, is it more believable when they give gibberish or is it less believable if they give gibberish, right? Like, they're not even, it's not, that's not even a coherent statement. Why would yeah. the ghost be saying that? I know, that's why it took a lot to say that. I'm sorry, but if you couldn't hear, it said, can you embarrass him? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. No. I can sort of hear the cadences of can you, and then it drops off from there. Like, it's not clear enough where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. But I can, like, vaguely hear, like, it, it. and, like, like the (laughs) correct cadences, but not anything intelligible. Nick's just cracking up. In, in anticipation please listen to evp number six. Oh god <laughs> did you like put these in order on purpose for any reason or no no okay this is just the order i found them number except for six. number seven here we go there's no there's no speech whatsoever in number six there's nothing there's not even <laughs> I a mean, semblance of I human differ. speech I mean, it's trying to say something. It's just coming through. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, there's not even anything even related to human. Not even like primate. Not even animal. I'd say a by inor- inorganic. There's it nothing organic. It sounds like eight bit like Pokemon noises. Someone ran like- over a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Tell us, Nick. All right. To be or not to be. Is that what it says? Okay. <clears throat> Give me a second. This one says, what What happened? Those girls were here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's George Lopez. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. There's no way there is that much speech in there. Did I just hear George Lopez? I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> it's yeah, just, what happened? What happened? Those girls were here. They went to George Lopez in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what? In Why? Florida? Why would the ghosts even know about There's... George Lopez? <laughs> the ghosts from two 200- hundred. <sighs> There's not even any human. You can see why it was tough to say that. You're telling me on the website, it literally says the words George Lopez <laughs> under that audio recording. Yep. No, I'm literally, I'm actually speak. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I- oh, sorry. I need to compose myself. Oh. If that people, is so funny. If people are going to go to such great lengths to post something that's obviously wrong, why wouldn't they at least try and make it believable, like doing like a voice modulator with like static? Because it, it must be that they actually believe it. Like, remember in, in my Hexameisters, whatever, whatever, the EVP sucked, right? It was terrible. Mm-hmm. But the paranormal society that 
you know, it's just a bunch of local people that recorded it. They claimed, oh, we sent it to one of our experts. And the expert came back and said, it's a grade A EVP. Like, they actually believe, like, they actually, I don't know, they actually believe that. There, oh my god, I forgot about this one. I didn't put it in. And there, there's an EVP that allegedly says, I'm naked, please don't do that. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Of all the ones to suddenly be coherent. Yeah, I feel like that one could like be believable in terms of like something someone would say if especially if it was like an infirmary or like a insane asylum there could be some messed up things going on yeah that's creepy but well let's get into our last one that this is special just for you two this won't be in the episode why do i feel like i'm gonna play this and it's gonna be like nick Saying some garbled mess. No, 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 no. Just what it supposedly says is ridiculous. Okay. Okay, well. I that's heard okay. it was, like it was a water just, droplet in it the was silence. That was complete so, silence. With, I heard yeah. like one water droplet way off into like the cave that they recorded in. <laughs> <laughs> this is Another, like, uh, investigator submitted, not from the um, Rolling Hills Asylum staff. Apparently, at the end of that, very quietly, it says, touched your (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's what I, I mean, there's the water droplet sound at the end that I guess could sound like that, but. The water droplet could sound like that. Anyway, do not put that one in the episode. Oh, can I can I blur it? Can I like put like a beep? Sure. Okay, yeah. that make it funny. That might make it more intelligible as if it's censored. Honestly, might sound like the EVP. Oh my god! So we will have all we will have all seven of those EVPs for you all to listen to at home in the show notes or and in somewhere. our store. Don't be afraid to buy the <laughs> CD that we made. <laughs> For merch. <laughs> Purely from copyrighted material put together. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Without the consent of Without the people it. that made it. So that's the evidence that I decided to show you guys from the website. If you want to go to rollinghillsasylum.com, you, there's, like I said, the evidence tab. There are also videos from uh, investigators and I think some from the staff. Obviously, I wasn't going to put videos here, but if you want to look into it more, there are photos and other EVPs and videos on their website in the evidence tab. If you're not convinced already. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. convinced. Yeah, I'm especially by that last one. Very <clears throat> convinced. But <laughs> oh, for sure. So wow. now we're done with the history, the evidence, the stories. <laughs> We need to have a little chat about the owner, Sharon Coyle. <laughs> oh, goodness. It gets worse than the EVPs? Oh, it gets bad. On, as I was looking around, on TripAdvisor, <laughs> the reviews for Rolling Hills Asylum. Well, there hasn't been a three-star review in, like, three years. Oh, sorry, six years. And there hasn't been a four-star review in, like, three years, rather. 
it's basically all been one stars and five stars. Now, that's always a great sign. Let me give you what some. Uh, let me give you the three most recent, or at least bits of the three most recent reviews. These are all in 2023, within the last uh, four months. So it's an active Sharon, place. Sharon is a scam artist. <laughs> Worst experience ever. This woman is a crook. Do not <laughs> give her your money. She will rip you off. The owners are disgusting. Owner's boyfriend pulled a gun on me. Oh said he God. could kill me because he was military. They are absolute lunatics. That was written... A little over a month ago. But the five-star reviews, which there hasn't been one in almost a year, do talk about kind of some do defend Sharon a bit, saying, like, thank you to Sharon and her staff. Some say don't pay attention to the bad reviews. But a good chunk of the five-star reviews are actually about just the experiences people had and nothing to do with the staff, where where basically every one-star review is about how bad the staff is and not about the experiences there. It's not like, oh, I didn't see any ghosts. This was lame. One star. It's, oh, the owner's crazy and she did some (laughs) – And her boyfriend pulled a gun on me. Don't go here. What do you make of that? Because you would expect, wouldn't you expect the bad reviews to also say, this is all fake, there's nothing here. But you have the, you have the good reviews saying that there's a lot of good activity. And that she's like an angel, right? I know the two of us went through lots of these reviews earlier too. So there's like a lot of stuff about how great she is. But all the bad reviews are about how terrible she is. But have you seen reviews that say that there's like, no activity like it was totally wasted trip like here's an actual example the so the last four reviews of in like the most recent four reviews all in 2023 three of them are one star one is two star the two star says definitely spirits but way too unorganized interesting Like, like what i mean it's like none of the bad reviews are about there not being people having experiences it's the management and the owner are not good people, apparently. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, Aaron, what do you make of that? Well, it sounds like the place is the place to be for ghosts and odd happenings. It just seems like, I don't know, somebody who probably doesn't deserve to have this place acquired it. So, and there are some other red flags about this place in terms of their monetizing. <laughs> so, Aaron, say you, me, and Frank, we wanted to do our own like ghost hunt, the three mm-hmm. of us, like we're gonna do in a couple days. Yes, we should mention more on that later. Yeah, for for th- for a three hour self guided ghost hunt, which. There is other parts of, from what I saw about other people's reviews, you get like a tour of it and then you ghost hunt. But I think the whole experience is just three hours. It would cost each of us $40 plus tax for three hours for a public 
ghost hunt. So there could there are, would be other people all around the building doing their ghost hunt as well. So it would cost us a combined $120 plus tax. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because I'm not sure what the price is, if any, that we're going to be getting on Friday, which I'll talk more about later. But that seems like a complete ripoff. And for each additional hour of the public, so four hour, five hour, up to six hour, it's an additional $10 per person. So if you wanted to do a six hour self-guided ghost hunt, It'd be $70 a person plus tax. No way. Now, it gets worse. Oh, God. Say you wanted, say it's like, okay, I want to do, I'm really passionate about ghost hunting. <laughs> I don't want other people to be there to, you know, potentially tamper, not like. Tamper with my mm-hmm. EVPs. Interfere. Yeah not, not, yeah, not maliciously, but yeah, they're yeah. just interfering. I want to do this privately. If you wanted to do this Monday through Thursday, for four hours, it's $500 plus tax. What? For, for eight hours, it's $750 plus tax. And this includes a guided tour with a self-guided ghost hunt. Per person? Now, no, I believe it's just 500 flat. Okay. Now, if you wanted to do it on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday... You can't do it for four hours. There's only the eight-hour option. And it's, again, just the guided tour and the self-guided ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. $1,199 oh plus my. tax. Oh, my God. Uh, can you imagine doing that and then not hearing anything or seeing anything? Yeah, you would and, You would turn anything into an EVP at that point. You'd convince yourself. Uh, yeah, I, the, I can understand this is these Friday night, now. Saturday night, <laughs> Sunday night. And the, the, these are called the quarantined hunts, and you need at least two people, but can have no more than 10. The, and this is all on the RollingHillsAsylum.com website. Still, if you split the cost between 10 people, that's $110 per person? Um, almost 120 because it's it's twelve it's $1,199. It's $1,200. Oh. Plus yeah. tax. If if in because it's in New York, if just normal sales tax applies, oh eleven ninety nine times one point zero eight, it's almost thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. I should also mention they do like movie nights and other things, but they're also like twenty dollars a ticket per person. Might as well go to Regal. <laughs> so. Yeah, lots of, and and I think all of our opinions, very expensive pricing for these ghost hunts and less than stellar reviews about the people running the place. Yeah. Not and the like best I combination. Said, most, one, basically all the bad reviews are about the management, not so much about the experiences. I, I didn't read every single review. Yeah, and obviously. I read the most recent ones. Obviously, we're taking the opinion of the people on the internet so correct things with a grain of salt but still that's when the most when the most recent reviews are all bad and the the last five-star review was december of 2022 and before that early november like it's 
Like there are, don't get me wrong, there are five star reviews, and the people say that Sharon's great and they have good experiences. But then there is a other decent majority of people who are reviewing on TripAdvisor that the people running it are not good. That's. I think that just makes it so much more interesting. I mean, it's like another layer of mystery as to what's going on here, right? Because you have pictures that are weird but not proof of anything evps that are dumb but then you have people who obviously fully fully believe that they experience stuff here but then you also have drama with the owners and might i remind you like i said the buzzfeed unsolved guys were there ghost hunters and ghost adventures so it's like oh it's this well-known place that's why that's my personal reason about why the price might be crazy because like oh all these great you know yeah TV they shows capitalize right on that yeah. yeah i bet yeah you think they make a pretty penny off of owning this old place probably and th- the fact that no one wanted it the property back in 2009 and even though she didn't get it right at the auction for whatever reason they didn't make a deal eventually i'm sure she didn't spend millions of dollars to get the property turning so, a haunted house into a a haunted house i guess like a haunted house attraction i don't know if i'd ever go there i probably wouldn't yeah we might get a gun pulled on us yeah they also in that same review apparently they had an old lady and her teenage granddaughter get ticketed for breaking down in front of the building their car like broke down and they yeah. the owners ticketed them or called in to ticket them yeah that's yeah. not nice Wow. What? That is so weird. I mean, what? A, it's obviously not cut and dry, no matter what you believe. But, yeah, so whatever you're listening at home, whatever you make of either the stories, the evidence, the owner, let us know. Leave a, leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment on Spotify or the website, Wednesday9pm.com slash episode 12 slash 12 oh god right, we're oh, getting episode 13 <laughs> but yeah that's it for me aaron do you want to yeah do a little teaser teaser trailer for next week so uh for those who are listening at home that either aren't going or don't know we've got a little <laughs> group going to the dr best house in middleburg um it's an old museum that has Pretty much stayed intact from the point it was probably over 100 years ago. Um, And the lady that runs it was uh, very kind and is going to give us a private tour and an interview with her. Um, And, you know, obviously I think we can explore around and do a, a little bit of our own ghost hunting, get our own EVPs maybe. Um. <laughs> so uh looking forward to that and we'll have our our first group investigation of a place so i'm sure she'll be a lot nicer than sharon coyle i can almost guarantee that owner of rolling hills asylum remember that name she won't let you forget i'm sure yeah so without giving away this we're <laughs> yeah go lawyer up with uh without giving away too much um Tune in next week for a very exciting episode of first-hand accounts. Personal episode. All the dozens of ghosts that tickle us in the dark. 
and spooky. Two weeks from now, Aaron. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. <laughs> Aaron, you know, because that's the most really I've heard. That's the most of, you've heard? That's the most I've heard of the Dr. Best house. I didn't know, actually, any of that. I literally only oh. knew the name until oh. uh, I did not know it was a museum or anything. So that's exciting. I'm going in totally blind, except for questions. I'll have questions. Yeah, me. well, I'll have, we'll have to chat with you guys about what we're supposed to know because it'll be a group episode. Not really me as a host, just me as a, a story chooser, I guess. So That's awesome. Well, that's super exciting. And maybe this will be good practice for us. And then one day we'll, re- we'll return to this asylum, Nick, all of us, when our, when our uh, inmates. As as inmates, you're right. Chained, chained, shackled to the walls. <laughs> shackled to the wall in the solitary. Shouting chamber. about George Lopez. Yes, forced <laughs> to record EVPs for investigators for the rest of eternity. Yep. Wonderful. Any closing thoughts? That's it nope. for me. That's all for tonight. Check out the show notes and all references used via the link in the description. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Sixty-eight, sixty-five, eighty-six, seventy-three, sixty-eight, thirty-two, seventy-two, seventy-nine, eighty-nine.